What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Thursday, April 2nd. Here's what you missed while you were wondering what the hell happened to yesterday's show. Okay, we're going to kick it off with our daily Rona wrap-up. Let's start with, uh, so cruise ships finally reached a deal to get dropped off in Florida. We talked about these a couple days ago. There was two cruise ships docked off the coast of Florida in international waters. Now, local hospitals believe that they can handle the influx of patients from both ships. So it looks like they've reached a deal with Florida to finally get let go. The cruise line estimated that out of the sick guests on the ship, less than 10 needed immediate critical care and around 45 were still showing mild symptoms that were likely unfit for travel. Dr. Fauci, who you may recognize from all of his YouTube appearances, every single show that he's popped up on, and all of the daily briefings he shows up in, well, he's gotten pretty famous, and he's starting to get threats both to his safety, probably from the loonies that think he's lying and this is all a cover-up for 5G or some stupidness, and from fans that just can't control themselves and are throwing themselves at him. I don't know. Apparently, he now needs his own security detail. What a crazy country we live in. And you probably heard a story about an uninsured teenager that was denied services at an urgent care clinic in California and passed away in the ambulance on the way to the emergency room. Well, turns out a lot of that was misinformation because the boy's father, he apparently spoke English as a second language, so we didn't get all the details. So it seems like he did have insurance and he never even visited an urgent care facility, but rather they used telemedicine to contact Kaiser who directed him to the emergency room and he coded on the ambulance. It's even possible that while he did test positive, he may not have passed away from the vid. So lesson to us all, if you're sharing stories on social media, make sure you share the corrections too. It's important that we all learn from our mistakes. Okay, this is um, weird. A uh, train engineer deliberately ran his train off the tracks near the port of LA to try to crash into the USNS Mercy Hospital ship. We discussed this ship earlier this week. Well, he made it about 250 yards away from the ship. This guy said he thought it was suspicious and didn't believe the ship is what they say it's for. He allegedly made statements to a CHP officer that included you only get this chance once. The whole world is watching. I had to. People don't know what's going on here. Now they will. End quote. I'm not making this up. This really happened. He was charged with, get this, train wrecking. <laughs> I'm not joking. That's really a thing. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Moving on, the DNC has officially postponed the national convention until mid-August, two weeks before the Republican National Convention. This all, while at least 15 states have now postponed their primary elections, any snags may help Trump's re-election efforts, although he's not really doing himself any favors at each of these 90-minute briefings he loves doing every day. Speaking of which, is it just me, or is this country's leadership or at least from my skewed perspective, conservative leadership, very reactive versus proactive. Instead of going head on and shutting things down, we see governors only responding to bigger numbers and worse projections. We now have the state of Florida, Arizona, and Georgia finally giving shelter at home orders. Why? After seeing projections that now look bad to them after it's too late. See, the freaking governor of Georgia really said in a press conference that he only learned 24 hours ago that people can transmit the disease without showing symptoms. Are, are you 
Are you for real? You just learned this? You're the governor. How the heck? Oh, yeah, you stole the election. I forgot. Anyway, we really need to step it up already. Shut the whole thing down and it could be cleaned up in two weeks. But no, y'all want to do it slowly. So we got to wait four to six to get back to normal. Stupid. Okay, it's finally official. Yesterday, the merger between the number three and number four carrier in the U.S. has officially completed. It will now be known as the new T-Mobile. But I like T-Sprint Mo better, or just S-Mobile. Anyways, uh, this should make their combined network number two, at least in the number of customers. So what do they have planned now that they're just one company? Well, for now, they're saying they plan 14 times more capacity over the next six years and coverage for 99% of Americans. Of course, they're continuing to spread that 5G coverage they have. And remember from our previous story, it's mostly low band and mid band with a tiny sliver of millimeter wave, you know, the good one. Anyways, their CEO, John Legere, has also stepped down. Uh, so there goes all those fun commercials and Twitter posts and pink blazers and pink sweaters and pink jumpers and everything pink used to wear or magenta as t-mobile likes to call it uh he's being replaced by mike siever former coo at t-mobile maybe this will finally get t-mobile some coverage at the lake here because right now you might as well be on the moon if you want a t-mobile signal I don't know about you guys, but I started drinking around noon today. <laughs> Just another one of those days where you feel like you need it early. And apparently, I'm not alone. Or at least, that's my interpretation of the data. Because it looks like Americans are hoarding alcohol now. Forget the TP, let me get that booze. U.S. sales of alcoholic beverages jumped 243% during the pandemic. And it's the hard stuff, too. Tequila, gin, and premixed cocktails are leading the way. Then you have wine sales and then beer sales. They're still up, but I guess we've always been beer drinkers in this country. Anyways, online sales really are through the roof. And that's where we're seeing the biggest impact. And if you don't already know about the Drizzly app, get on it. Major metros, they can get delivery same day. And if you're out in the country like me, it'll show up in two days. That's not too bad. I'm stockpiled for now, but I'm ready to exercise that $5 sign-up bonus in a jiffy. Okay, this one's going to be me yelling for a little bit if the last one wasn't, because I'm pretty sure I've been saying to stay home for at least three to four weeks. But for some reason, some people think they don't need to. Others, they, they think they'll be fine, and some really, really, really stupid people think they have supernatural powers on their side, so they should just let the rest of their followers jump right into a corona party. Now, I'm specifically talking about three pastors of megachurch congregations. Now, two of them have already been arrested for hosting multiple services this past Sunday in defiance of local law. Rodney Howard Brown is probably the biggest loon of them all, saying stupid nonsense like he purchased some machine that can shoot down the virus at 100 miles per hour. <laughs> and he cleansed anyone that walked into the church that day with these magic lasers or whatever. I'm sure the CDC and the White House would love access to this mystery tech you wisely purchased, you big dummy. Then we have the biggest buffoon of them all, at least for this week. This is Mr. Jonathan Shuttlesworth, a Pennsylvania pastor who announced an outdoor Easter blowout service and compared it to Woodstock. He's really trying to say that this is an attack on our right to assemble and practice religion. Shut the fuck up. Sit down and cancel yourself. 
Anyone that follows this fool deserves what they get. No, do not go to his stupid Easter celebration. There are much wiser, smarter, and better ways to celebrate Resurrection Sunday than sharing the disease with your closest hermano and hermana. Nah, son. That Easter check you missing out on is not that important. Maybe people's lives are. And to be fair, most of the wise preachers in this country have opted for online services. The free church online platform built and maintained by Life Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma, they've seen tremendous growth recently and services like live stream and youtube live have seen crashes and delays on sunday morning so be smart worship in your closet if you have to but do church in the 21st century stay home stay safe save lives you'll get back to your 50 cent cafecito and buttered bread combo soon enough people Okay, I've got another good thing to come out of this bonkers time we're into ourselves. Six Feet of Separation is a neighborhood newspaper in San Francisco that's entirely staffed by children stuck sheltering at home. Its editor is a father of two and a San Francisco author and journalist. But the paper, well, it's written all by the kids, ages 7 to 14. And it's got some pretty cool stuff. Quoting the Chronicle, There's a seven-year-old child's review of a routine linguine with meat sauce dinner. Three out of five stars. Two reviews of the television show The Good Place and a comics page, including the debut of The Crime-Fighting Superfish versus Coronavirus. The newspaper also has birdhouse building instructions, a recipe for banana bread, and at least one data journalist on staff. 14-year-old Griffin Morgan, who documented the takeout status and hours of every restaurant on Cortland Avenue. It's actually really cute and some pretty good reading if you find yourself in search of something lighthearted or have kids that you want to share with check it out in the show notes well my beautiful people those are my top five news stories of the day okay first off sorry about yesterday's cheesy joke but there honestly just wasn't much to talk about except numbers going up and loved ones passing away and i think we just needed some time away from all that sadness but we back baby also I wanted to follow up on a story from Tuesday. Got a little bit of hate from my Android user fans and wanted to correct something. Technically, Google's Duo app, you know, the one that no one knows about or uses? Well, that chat app is both cross-platform, meaning that it has an iPhone version, and it's also end-to-end encrypted for up to 12 people. Technically, I was right since FaceTime does up to 32, but I wanted to make sure you were all aware. Remember, share with your friends, rate and review the show, star it or favorite or whatever your podcast app does that show that you like something. It's highly appreciated. Okay, that's all I got. As always, remember to stay focused, proud and dedicated. I got you with the news. 